Hello world, this is the NTO Podcast Productions. I go by the name B. Chuck, and this is where you want to be at. What you about to hear is not a test. It's information given solely for entertainment purposes only. And if you learn something new, kudos to you. And if not, and you just like to hear me talk about random things, even better. And with that said, and out the way, I now welcome you to my world. This is NTO Podcast. We live right now. Oh, we live? Well, how about you turn the goddamn music down so we can get started then? Thank you. Yo, 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 what it is, what it do? I'm good, how about you? This is your hostess with the mostest, the man with the master plan, the Negro with the lingo. It's your boy B. Chuck reporting live for another Into Your Podcast. And today's episode, it is Black History Month. I already did a podcast about that, but I'm going to go to the Valentine's Day side of it and how I like to watch horror movies on Valentine's Day. That's just my thing. I'm a horror movie fanatic. I love them to death. And I have one of my favorites, my top 10 horror movies of all time that I'm going to talk to y'all about today. And that horror movie is 1981's My Bloody Valentine. Now, this particular horror movie, man, um, it has a cult following like a motherfucker because it is actually, in in this this is my opinion, but I've seen other people say this online. This was the this was the Friday the Thirteenth before the Friday the Thirteenth, if you will, because in 1978 Halloween came out, but Halloween was nowhere near as gory or visceral as Friday the Thirteenth. Nowhere near it. But My my Bloody Valentine came out in 1981, which I do believe came out before Friday the 13th, shortly before it. So, uh, let's get into it. And again, if I'm wrong about any of this stuff, man, y'all feel free to con- feel free to co- correct me. Correct me. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't mind hearing it. I want to hear from the people. I want to know if I said some shit wrong. I don't want to know if I did some shit wrong. But then let me know that y'all paying attention. Y'all listening. Thank you. I love y'all. All right, so 1981, a Canadian slasher film directed by George Mihalika. I hope I say his last name right. And it was written by John Beard, was created. This movie was called My Bloody Valentine. Has a very it, it has a lot of people in it that are not known to the United States. Uh this, this is a Canadian movie, by the way. So these are all Canadian actors, Canadian directors, and Canadian writers. But we got Paul Kelman, we got Lori Heller, and we have Neil Affleck. No relation to Ben Affleck. But the plot itself, uh, it takes place in a mining town where a bunch of young adults decide to throw a Valentine's Day party only for this maniac to show the fuck up in mining gear and say, hey, I don't want y'all doing this shit. I'm going to kill everybody. And if you've never seen the movie, there's more to the plot, but... If you have seen a movie, you know that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. But the film itself, it was actually shot on location in Nova Scotia in the fall of 1980. It had a theatrical run February 11, 1981 by Paramount Pictures, and it actually coincided with Valentine's Day, which helped the movie out a lot. But it had a, a lot of mixed responses from critics. Uh, it grossed 
$5.7 million at the box office, and it gained a cult following ever since. And me, personally, I'm trying to find this movie on Blu-ray. Um, I wish, like hell, I could find the uncut version of this movie. Because if you've ever seen this movie, you have to know the history. There are nine minutes of this movie that has been cut. There are a lot more gory scenes in this movie that make this movie so, so awesome. You, I mean, I've seen, I've seen some of it on YouTube. And it's still not the full amount of it because of the fact that when they shot the movie and they left it in the movie, there's two prints of the movie. They have the original print and then they have the print that came out for the theatrical run. But there's there's talk in the movie industry that's saying that that actual uncut version, the full version, it got destroyed in like a warehouse fire or some shit like that. So you can't really find it. But some of it actually ended up getting leaked online. But there was a remake of this movie. There was a remake of this movie, and it was My Bloody Valentine 3D, which came out in 2009. Um, me and my wife went to go see that in the movie theaters, and it blowed. It, it was shit. It was ass. I did not like that movie. Um, they tried to keep the same vein as far as the storyline of what was going on in the first one. They did try, but as a movie, as a horror movie, I think what it suffered for, first of all, is the 3D craze that came back in the 2000s. Um, yeah, it, it sucked. It was just terrible. It didn't make sense. It didn't add nothing to the movie at all. Um, the storyline itself, the fact that the movie, the original movie was from 1981, and then you have a movie that's coming out in 2009, I think the lore trying to connect the two actually didn't work. It didn't work at all. They were better off just making it a complete remake altogether and doing it without 3D. I think they would have been, did better at doing that shit. But, again, the movie sucked. It actually has a lower rating as far as Rotten Tomato and IMDb um, than the original movie, which makes no sense to me, but hey, it is what it is. So, uh, again, uh, one more time for those who just tuning in and who ain't paying attention, we're talking about My Bloody Valentine, 1981, the original one. Uh, the one, it, it, and this is, it could be others, but this is the best Valentine's Day horror movie I've ever seen. I don't know if it's others. It could be others. Matter of fact, I think it is others. I think it was one of the other Valentine's Day horror movies that was made, and it was it was ass. Uh, it was that bad to the point where I don't even remember what the fuck it was. But this is the best one ever made, in my opinion. They did an absolute banger of a job. Um, I don't know why they considered this movie to be a B movie. Um, but back then, if it wasn't released uh, in a particular manner by particular studios at particular times, and it was considered to be a B horror movie. Um, but it was definitely not a B horror movie in my opinion. This was an A class horror movie. It was absolutely fantastic. So the movie itself, the original title of the movie was called The Secret, but they decided to change it to My Bloody Valentine, basically because of the holiday trend that was going on. Because um, you had Black Christmas, you had Halloween, you had Prom Night, you had uh uh, Terror Train, you had all of these movies that was coming out, so it was like, nah, we're going to change it from the seat, we're going to change it to My Bloody Valentine, which I think that was absolutely perfect. That was spot on, because I don't think another Valentine's Day horror movie actually came out to way, way after. So, uh, they filmed, like I said, they filmed the movie in Nova Scotia. Um, the, the budget was about $2 million, which is, for that particular time, in my opinion, which is the reason why I don't consider this to be a B horror movie because Friday the 13th was actually shot for half a million dollars, 500,000. This had a $2 million budget. 
So it's like, how could you still consider this a B-horror movie? But I digress. So yes, it took place in a mining town. It was, uh, the, the town itself, I think, was called Sydney Mines. Uh, the exterior of of the town it or the mine itself, it was actually very dreary. It was very cold. It was dusty as hell. No buildings around. It was actually in the middle of nowhere. So this actually worked out perfect for the setting of the movie itself. They ended up, uh, they, they, they had limited space for elevators and everything, so they would have to take an hour to transport the cast and crew to a certain locations. Um, methane level was a problem underground. Lighting was a problem. It was, it was just unsafe as fuck. I mean, what, what do you expect from a, a, a horror movie back in the uh, 70s or the 80s? It was what it was, you know what I'm saying? They spent an extra $30,000 to paint certain portions of the mine to make it darker, to give it more of a, 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 horror, a very grimy or scary feel. They, they spent an extra amount of money to make that shit happen. Um, the cast and the crew itself was actually, they, they did not know the identity of certain cast members until the end of production when the final scene was shot. So that way they wanted to ensure the actors played their parts very, very straightforward. They didn't want they didn't want them to feel a certain way or think a certain way based upon what they knew, which is a very good idea. There's a lot of movies that were shot uh, of this particular day and age where they don't reveal uh, certain things about the script, certain things about what's going on. Um, case in point, when they shot the Avengers movies, they actually shot multiple endings and did not tell the cast members which ending they were going to use. They didn't tell the cast members very much. They just came, shot the shit, and then started in the movie theaters like the rest of us. Yep. So, um, my Blade of Valentine, it was uh it was distributed by Paramount Pictures again, February 11, 1981. Um, and Canada came out two days later, which coincided with Valentine's Day. So I'm sure this shit made a fuck ton of money back then. Uh I mean as far as like if you do the adjusted growth as far as like dollars for what it made then opposed to made now, I'm sure that amount of money was large because the the but again the budget was like two million dollars. Um I'm sure that shit, that shit came out like it, it made shit tons of money. Um, and actually, the movie itself was released uh, again. Like I said, it was released an entire year before Friday the Thirteenth. So I, I would have to credit this particular movie as far as like the gory, the the gory teenage, uh, bloody titties, all that type shit. You know what I'm saying? That movies of the '80s are credited for. I would have to credit this one for being the first, in my opinion. So, um, as far as the response, it was mixed. It was all over the place. Um, Siskel and Ebert, they had they bullshit to say, I personally don't really like Siskel and Ebert. They gave the movie a thumbs down. Uh, they said it was a, a ripoff of Halloween, which I personally don't see how it was a ripoff of Halloween. Um, if you compare the two movies, uh, Michael Myers in Halloween, he was, uh, he was brooding. He was stalking. He only struck when it was time. If you look at the the minor that was in My Blood and Valentine, this guy wasn't necessarily stalking like uh like Michael Myers, but he was also more gruesome. He was brutal. The man put a fucking woman in the damn dryer and dried her ass to death. He had heart. He had a heart in a bowl of fucking hot dogs. Michael Myers didn't do none of that shit. He just would kill somebody and have the motherfuckers drop from the ceiling or some shit like that. So. I mean, and, and I, I'm a huge Michael Myers fan. You know what I'm saying? And my and my book is Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Freddie Pinhead. Even though Freddie Pinhead, that ain't his name. They call him Pinhead. I call him Freddie Pinhead. But that 
whole nother podcast for a whole nother time. But I love Michael Myers, but I think they, they did it a lot better in this particular movie. So, um, the movie itself, actually, it, it was censored heavily. Like I said earlier, they took nine minutes of the fucking movie and cut it the fuck out in order for it to make an R rating. And the cuts were literally made on the death scenes. That was it. Everything else in the movie was perfect. And they wanted to give the movie itself an X rating. They tried to give it an X rating. Even after they cut five minutes, they was like, no, nah, you need to cut more of this shit or it's going to still get an X rating. And steals of, of certain death scenes were ended up in the, the infamous Fangoria magazine. And I say infamous because a lot of people, they, they don't give this magazine a lot of credit for what they've done over the years. But um, they also say that it's um, gore porn. I've heard that term, and I think that's bullshit, but I digress. But Fangoria Magazine, in that magazine, they actually had steals um, of some of the, the death scenes from the original movie. Um, but I, I really wish that that full movie existed in its full, complete like glory. I really wish that, that it existed. But, I mean, you can't find a complete uncut version like nowhere. Um, 2009, they released the DVD uh, and Blu-ray version of the, the remake or whatever, and it included the version of My Bloody Valentine 1981 with three additional minutes, but that didn't really do shit. Um, again, I mean, I wish like hell I could find that uncut version, man. Um, it was it was a, it was a shit ton of backlash. I mean, they they cut a lot of they they blamed a lot of reasons for like uh, the death of John Lennon. Uh, he died in December 1980. Um, they blamed a lot of shit on that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Friday the 13th came out uh, around that time. They blamed a lot of shit on that. It, it was just a lot of stupid-ass reasons why they ended up cutting a lot of that shit. But me personally, um, I feel like if you're going to do a horror movie, then you need to do a horror movie. I mean, if you've seen the Saw movies, if you've literally, literally seen the Saw movies, you know that when it comes to gore, Saw does it. They push that envelope like it's never been seen. And somehow, some way, that shit still gets a rated R rating. So, but then again, this was the 70s and the 80s. So, eh. I mean, the M, the MMPA or whatever. I think it's called the MMPA. Um, it's, it's the motion picture of parents. So, <laughs> that's the nickname for it. So, I'm pretty sure, you know, back in the 70s and the 80s, it was a lot of shit they could get away with. A lot of shit they could. But... Um, yeah, uh, I mean, hey, that's, that's, that's my take on one of my favorite horror movies of all time. It's in my top 10. Again, it's in, it's in my top 10. I will be watching it this, uh, this Valentine's Day. I will be watching it. I'm probably going to end up watching it twice this month because I love that movie. Um, I've seen it on Shudder a couple of times. I'm trying to find it on Blu-ray Special Edition. If I can find it on Blu-ray Special Edition, I'm going to fucking buy that shit because I need that shit in my collection. Like I said, I'm a horror movie fan. Love that movie to death. So, with that being said, I'm going to wrap this one up. This is your boy B. Chuck reporting live from the spot for another Into Your Podcast. Y'all be safe out there. Treat one another with kindness. Love one another. And I'll see y'all in the next one. Deuces.